Hello, Sebastian Lucido here, and welcome to 5-Minute Fresh Start. I'm in Jeremiah 23, verse 16. It says, For thus says the Lord of hosts, Do not listen to the words of the prophets who prophesy to you. They make you worthless. They speak a vision on their own of their own heart, not from the mouth of the Lord. They continually say to those who despise me, The Lord has said you shall have peace. And to everyone who walks according to their own dictates of their own hearts, they say, no evil shall come upon you. So false prophets and false teachers speak of their own will, their own ideas, their own heart, their own words. It's not God's. And so a prophet is supposed to speak God's words. He's supposed to hear from God and speak God's word. So, in, you know, teachers are supposed to take the scripture and expound it you know, and make it, give it, make it, you know, revelatory to those, to the, to the hearers. And, you know, if they're changing it to their own ideas, their own thoughts, it's worthless. The Bible says we, they make us worthless. You know, how does that happen? Because their words have no power. They have no life. They have no ability to change us. We can't prepare ourselves, you know, because most of the time they're prophesying good things, right? You're going to have peace. Judgment's not coming. And it's the exact opposite. So if we hear the word of the Lord, truth, we rather hear truth so that we can change ourselves and prepare ourselves, right? Uh, we have no value to ourselves or people around us. And we could be very frustrated at God if we listen to men and it's their words, not God's words, and things aren't happening their way. Think of somebody saying, you're going to have peace you know, we're going to have great prosperity. There's going to be, you know, great things happening. And in the meantime, the truth is God is going to bring a judgment to change hearts and turn hearts back to him. That's what's happening in the end times. You know, the, a lot of the judgment on the church is not to judge them and send them to hell. It's to refine them and cause them to change their hearts and move toward God. Most of the prophets, Elijah did it. All of the prophets have done it. And, uh, but people... Uh, you know, spoke against it. You know, Ahab said that uh, Elijah was a troubler of Israel. How can you trouble Israel? He, you know, Elijah said, You're, you and your fathers have left the commandments of God, and, and, and that's why judgment's coming. You know, a, a majority of prophecy in Scripture is the head off judgment, destruction, and actions by God toward the earth, the city, the nation, or the people. You know, and so we need to understand that. Uh, here it's saying that it makes us worthless. If you go over to uh, Jeremiah 14, just a couple of chapters, it says, the Lord said to me, do not pray for this people for their good. For they, they fast and I will not hear. They cry when they have burnt offerings and grain offerings and I will not accept them. But I will consume them by the sword and by famine and by pestilence. There's the fourscore judgment of God. Then I will say, ah, Lord God, behold, the prophets say to them, you shall not see the sword nor famine, but I will give you assured peace in this place. In other words, complete opposite of what's coming. And the Lord said to me, the prophets prophesy a lie in my name and have not sent them, commanded them, nor spoken to them. They prophesy to you a false vision, divination, and worthless things. There it is, worth nothing. And the seed of their mouth. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the prophets who prophesy in my name, who I did not send, who say a sword famine shall not come in the land. By sword or famine, these prophets shall be consumed. And the people who they prophesy shall be cast out of the streets. 
because of the famine and the sword. They will have no one to bury them uh, and their wives and their sons nor daughters, for I'll pour out uh, uh, on their wickedness. And so, you know, this is, this is very common now in the end times because people are out there prophesying there's going to be a great revival, right? And that, that there's a reviving. And I believe there is going to be a revival, but here's how it's going to work out. There's going to be a shaking first that causes a refining. So the lukewarm Christian, the labeled only Christian, will have a decision to push into God or away from God. So the shaking will bring a movement of the hearts. So what is reviving? If, if somebody uh, you know, uh, were to uh, have a heart attack and stop breathing, similar to the football player this last uh, couple of weeks when you're watching this, he was revived. He was brought back. So the shaking will bring the revival of those that are lukewarm or labeled Christian so that they either become zealous or they push away from God. And so the false prophecies today are telling us that none of this is going to happen. They're, they're saying that we're going to, you know, we're going to, we can't have a, a revival with the current state of the church. We need a move of God. And the way Jesus lays it out in scripture is that move is going to be a shaking that brings that refining. And, and so that's what we're looking for. So false prophets generally say something positive to man. When you go back and look at all of the prophecies in scripture, there are many that lead to blessing, right? Uh, but there are majority of them lead to change your ways or I will judge. Change your ways or will have to judge. And that judgment you know, toward his people is to get them to turn their hearts back toward him. That's what we're seeing, we're going to see uh, in these, uh, in the next uh, near future. Anyway, God bless you guys. Have a great day. May God's face shine upon you. Maybe you be blessed in all that you do today and all you put your hand to. God bless you and have a great day. Thanks.